Yes. Did you know that the characters, the James Bond movie franchise characters of Q, Felix, Moneypenny, and M, all iconic characters in this franchise, have not been featured in a Bond movie since 1989's License to Kill, starring Timothy Dalton. Have not been featured together? All in the same movie. Every movie lacked one of those characters, probably Felix for most of them, but this is the first time all four of them have been featured in a single movie since 1989, also known as 31 Years. Was that was that a Timothy Dalton Bond? Correct. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I went to um, the IMDb of that page, and I noticed Benicio Del Toro is in that movie, and also Everett McGill from Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I did not know that. I did not okay. know that. Cool. You got me. Gotcha. Got me. Um, Jason Fury. Yes, sir. Did you know that no theater spelled N-H-O is a, a Japanese dance drama, uh, a, form, a classical form of Japanese dance drama, and it's characterized by wearing uh, masks. And the mask is worn at the beginning of the movie No Time to Die by Rami Malek's uh, villainous Safin character. Mm-hmm. And so one and one of his henchmen at one point refers to him as Doctor. So, so he technically is or could be a Doctor No. Oh, interesting. Dr. No. N-H-O? N-O-H. N-O-H. Yeah, N-O-H. I don't know. But I get it. That's actually pretty interesting. I did not know that. So he's kind of Dr. No. He's kind of a Dr. No. Right, right. So I think, so we're talking about the movie No Time to Die, 2021's No Time to Die, starring Daniel Craig. And what is it, his fifth outing as Bond? His fifth and very likely final outing. And last outing. So bond, the bond, shall, the wheels shall turn again and we'll get a new bond one day. But this was it for, you know, I, so I'm, I have a little bit of OCD. Like, I think it's just been not, um, I think I might need to see a doctor about it because like my collections are out of hand and I get really particular about my movie collection. Okay. And I rem- remember when Daniel Craig for the last movie was talking about how it's like the shittiest thing and he wants out and he's not going to make another Bond movie. He, he'd rather cut his wrists or something he'd like that. He'd rather cut his than, wrists than be in another Bond movie, even though he is now. So once that came out, I was like, well, time to buy the box set of all the Bond movies because it'll be a new era after Daniel Craig, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I spent like $200 on this Blu-ray box set that included every single James Bond film ever made thinking that was the the end bookend of a of a 25 you know 24 film bonanza and then now here mm-hmm. we are with no time to die so i'm going to buy this 4k disc and put it next to my blu-ray set with four daniel craig movies in the blu-ray set and one just to the side of it help me this isn't going to work i got to sell it i just wasted 200 dollars. well maybe one of our listeners will take it off your hands should I do some of that, like, Instagram selling? Like, first person to comment with their picture of their butthole can get this for $30. Exactly. That's exactly what you should do. Is that how it works? Yeah. Butthole pictures. <laughs> you know how it is. It's like there's, You read these posts. It's like, I got seven toys. And first people to comment. And then you, you, like, see it three seconds after it was posted. But then there's already, like, 700 comments. Right, so you right. all nab that Ghostbuster tooth. I was like, okay, I'll get that Legend of Zelda voodoo doll. Oh man, I wanted that Ghostbuster tooth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> I know I've been that. drinking at him. Hmm. How, and my tooth how... kind of hurts. There you go, Ghostbusters tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife recently. Aha. 
Yeah. That explains everything. Explains everything. Okay. Muncher. No time to die. Muncher. Yeah. Muncher. <laughs> Muncher. <sighs> Maybe that's where the teeth came in. Muncher. I don't know. Muncher. Um, no time to die. Well, I will say there or was it, time or, to or die. Or is it? Or, or is yeah, there, it? Exactly. It was, there was two and a half hours. Plenty um, of time to die. There was plenty of time to die. So... <laughs> That happened. So I guess let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, James Bond. Felix, if, Felix Leiter dies. <laughs> yep, there's the big revelation. So yeah, get out of here if you haven't seen this movie. But yeah, Felix, gone. Uh, and our boy, uh, Rami Malek's character, gone. To the head. Our boy, Blofeld, gone. Anyone else? Dies from... Uh, not that I can recall. I don't think any significant characters. Nobody else died. Nobody's significant. Oh, right, right. So insignificant. Like, I don't even see him as a person. He's just another number. Just another number that gets replaced. If you're if you're gone for five years, you get replaced. Just another brick on the wall. A right. machine of the political system. A um, weapon. But you can get your number back if someone demands it. Yeah, you can just throw those numbers all willy-nilly. It's like basketball jerseys. Like Michael Jordan, number 23. So, like, so am I. Okay. I guess they can. anybody can be Bond if uh, M makes it so. Anybody could, yeah, pretty much, huh? Mm. As, this mov- as this movie will uh, dis- will demonstrate. Yeah. Um, you, you probably call him M, but I call him M. I, you know what? I think I actually slipped up and called him that once. <laughs> and Q, you call Q, but I call him. Quack. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. See, it's just all men. It's all men. <laughs> yeah. Women are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, I knew that actually. Everybody knows that. I'm sorry. I knew that. How dare I state the obvious? Yeah, don't don't uh, don't do that. Okay, let's go back in time. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't have to talk about all the. Well, first, who's your favorite Bond? If you if someone just likes it, who's your favorite Bond? Like I am right now, what would you say? Uh, probably. You know, I think I know who yours is, but pro- probably uh, Sean Connery. Oh, okay, classic. Who's mine? Go Sean. Con- I feel like yours is is um, Pierce Brosnan. That's correct. I had a feeling. He's just the he he is Bond to me. He is James Bond. And you know, I I, th- I think that I think that Timothy Dalton was an underrated Bond. Yeah, I mean, um, I like them all. Don't I, I don't think there's a bad Bond in the batch. I just he like... was a good Bond given not great movies. Yeah, just strictly speaking, like Bond, just like the embodiment. Like, I think Pierce, when I, like, you know, there's a bunch of books. I've read some of the Bond books. Like, when I close my eyes and think of Bond, it looks a lot like Pierce Brosnan. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you had to, well, we'll, we'll get to that later. But, but obviously there's going to need to be a new Bond. And I was going to, I was going to ask your fan cast. Fan cast. That's a good. That's a good end of the podcast. Get, keep people waiting. Right. right, 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 right. Don't leave, and you'll hear our Bondcast picks for future Bond movies. Bondcast. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this movie. Uh, okay, so we know who your favorite Bond is, but how have you enjoyed the Daniel Craig movies? We got five of them now. Is it a good run? Do you enjoy? It? Like, it's kind of like. They're doing. It's, it's like the it's, Batman, Nolan verse for Bond. Yeah, complete with, um, you know, I think was it was it Skyfall that they that that was actually modeled after, sort of Christopher Nolan style, if I remember correctly. I mean, that's possible. It it just seems, like, oh hey, if you can reinvent the dark knight in this way we can do bond in a similar way it's a very similar tonal 
I comparison. Seem to, I seem to remember they brought in was it was it uh, uh what's 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 his name the 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 guy the guy that did American Beauty, that's that that directed Skyfall Inspector, what's his name? Um, oh my God, it's on the tip of my tongue. Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes. Sam yeah. Mendes. Sam Mendes. Mendes. Um, Mendes. So as he, I like to call him. Mm. That's right. That's what I've heard you. I've heard you call him that before. Sam. Now it all comes. Mendes. Mendes. Um, he uh, he came in with with uh, doing a kind of a Christopher Nolan thing, if I remember correctly, and they brought they brought what's his name, cinematographer du jour. Oh, doing, I think it's pronounced. Uh, uh mm, deacons dane deacon mm, roger deacons cinematography okay yeah yeah okay i'll stop that, that that joke's tired i'll probably i'll probably do it later in the podcast but i'll stop for now put it to bed okay put it to bed mm. i'll um, let you have that thank you um <laughs> Yeah, uh, Skyfall was pretty good. Um, if I remember, the the sort of the low point was Spectre. Spectre. Uh, See, I think the low. Well, it started with Casino Royale, which is arguably the high point. Like the begin, like it's like Bond begins, you know. Right. Right. And, and then there was Quantum of Solace, which I always thought was the low point according to the general consensus even though i really liked that movie i thought i thought it was a great little action romp had some of the coolest action sequences never saw it actually good god man good god you never saw quantum of solace i never saw quantum of solace what's wrong with you it was during a writer's strike so i think there was a it was a little bit of a bumpy road to get to production well that's why i didn't see it because you didn't have writers behind you you were with the, the the strikers I was standing with the writers. Okay. Respect. Oh, respect. I, got, I can respect I got, that, even though it's bullshit. Excuse me. Um. Right. There we go. I just took a puff okay. of my inhaler. Right. Um. So. Yeah. And then Skyfall, and then Spectre, and then. Skyfall no was die. good though. Silver. I think they're all good. I I can't I can't find a bad apple in the batch. You like Spectre? Yeah, I liked them all. Spectre, it's interesting. It was, and it's t- pretty tied to this movie, the whole the whole organization oh, it's very, and very, stuff. Like, it's very tied to it. Extremely, extremely tied. <laughs> Do you know the name of the organization? Spectre. That's right. That's right. Right. Okay, so you missed one of the movies. You enjoyed a few. You're a little confused, but you keep coming back. But you missed one and never thought it was worth going back to. Yeah, just I, I quantum. I just yeah. I like wait, Casino wait, wait, Royale. But if you put like all the trailers to these movies together, they're very comparable. Like I don't. I think if you like one, you kind of like them all. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. But I'm just wondering what made you pass on one of them. It just, I just didn't. I'm not. I'm not necessarily a completist. You're not a completist. Not necessarily a completist. I like what I like. Says. No, that's not what my business card says. Adam Roth in parentheses shrug, followed by I'm not a completist. Shrug, not a completist. (laughs) Shrug, frown, but I'm not sad. Quote: I'm not a completist. You're not far off. So would you consider it. yourself a come elitist? Ew. Wait, that came out wrong. That was disgusting. Too bad I'm not going to edit any of these podcasts, so sorry about that. Earmuffs, so what would I consider myself? A come elitist. Come elitist? Not that, <laughs> not, not that elite. <sighs> Okay. There's a lot of jokes we can explore here, but I think I'm gonna let it lie. Take that take that take the high road. Take the high road. Well you took the high road a few minutes ago. 
I'm taking the drunk road. All right. Keep driving on that one. I should have taken the high road. That would have been much better. More pleasant. My shoulders would relax. I didn't take the high road. Hey, this movie is directed by Carrie Joji Fukunaga. Right. I of, love of, that dude. Of, of, of uh, what's True it Detective. called? True Detective. True Detective, Beasts of No Nation, my number one Netflix original movie. And uh, I have not seen Maniac, his other series on Netflix, his series on Netflix. But uh, I will say True Detective is definitely my favorite miniseries on HBO. All, maybe my favorite show, but it was just that first season that I really adore. Um, and then Beasts of No Nation, like I said, is my favorite Netflix original movie. And it was one of the first ones, but... It's such a fantastic movie, and this dude's behind the camera in both of them. He's definitely got a style. I'll give yeah, him that. Yeah, he's he was the one responsible. You'll see a lot of movies mimic it. Um, I'm sure he didn't come up with this because we've seen it in a lot of movies, kind of like The Shining opening with the car driving. He's really good at that tall, just straight down shot, like to establish a scene. So you see like a little car and a big landscape just moving, and there's like some like interesting music playing uh he's really good at that like top down shot like you're looking down on like a model train set or something and where where was that on display in uh, i think it was on no time to die i'm not sure if it was in no time to die as much i think he was a little bit more grounded in this one like a little bit more in your face i think he perfected that in true detective um I just love that about him, and I've seen a lot of shows and movies mimic it since then, because it's just such so strong. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I think in in this movie, No Time to Die, I think it was shot very well. It had really good pacing. I think it was just a very classic, iconic action movie. Just kind of a very. It was just a very. It just did what it did shamelessly, and it was really solid. And I just think it had great pacing, interesting character beats um some pretty interesting action not a ton of jaw-dropping action but a few times it was pretty impressive and uh, i just thought it was it was a pretty great farewell to not just bond but just like an era of movie cinema like just this like action kind of you know secret agent kind of thing i mean obviously super male dominated for years and years and i just think the the evolution of bond is not going to be that so it's bittersweet because it's like bond is just this swaggery dude who does x y and z and just corny villains corny side characters blah blah blah, blah. um but sweet because i think there's a lot more we can do with this franchise and mix it up a bit so i'm i'm excited to see what happens in the future well, they've definitely added a new element here, which is the the stakes now can include that spoilers, spoiler alert, uh, that James Bond can die. That's right. And I think Bond. I think that was a smart move. I think I think we've never we've never had that before. Nope. Uh, and I think that knowing that future incarnations of the character. Uh, have that stake as a possibility I think is good do you think that will be I the new end like if they recast they kill off the previous Bond and then start from scratch no I don't think that'll necessarily be how it always goes like a Aeon Flux like episode I, no I, I just think that the the fact that we know that it can go there with, mm -hmm. with any subsequent iteration of the character is right. kind of cool so it's like you know, whereas before it's always been, you know, what James Bond never dies, right? And now it's like, well, he's untouchable. I think I think it's cool. I think it's cool that they did that. So uh, we're talking about that quite a bit. Can we talk about Rami's character a little bit? Was well, not that much to talk about, but yeah, sure. I thought it was arguably one of the weakest Bond villains I've ever seen. Well. He was not really given very much to do. No, not uh, a lot of screen time, not interesting motives, not intimidating in the least, even though he's wearing a, a creepy mask. I, I never felt like he 
was a true threat, even though he was. But I just didn't enjoy his performance. I was looking forward to it. When I saw the trailer and, and heard the news, I was like, oh, that that's a cool fit. That'll be interesting. But it just wasn't. It was probably my biggest complaint about this movie was the villain was pretty weak. And it is a little sad because it is kind of the way he goes out. He's kind of, you know, he's kind of like the one that finally gets him. And that was just kind of disappointing if i were to write this movie and i know hindsight's 2020 we've seen the movie blah 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 how do you pronounce his name blofeld or whatever um Ernst stavros blofeld yeah i think it would have been a lot more effective if a he was responsible for bond's death inevitably or b he was responsible but like from the grave like he could have still died the way he did blofeld but then something would have infected Bond since they're dealing with all these parasites. And then his last moments would have been like, oh, my God, he got me. He, he actually got me. You know, I think it would have been way more powerful if that was those two. Because they're just like arch enemies for, for several movies. I think this is the third movie where they're rivals. Um, right. I think that would have been way more powerful instead of just this no name who comes out of nowhere. I mean, tied to the history, you know, his daughter's captor or whatever or right you know, right abuser whatever you want to call it but um so there was like some tie there but it would have been way more effective if because then you could rewatch those old movies with him and be like oh that's the dude that takes out bond like that would be powerful no, that's, a, that's a that's a good point i think that's that's a good one um yeah i didn't i didn't think R- rami was kind of doing this sort of creepy soft-spoken idiosyncratic kind of take on the on on that on well not even a take because he was just a new character uh but yeah he was he wasn't really too he wasn't really too menacing um and you're right you're right they should have they could have killed him in the exact same way taken out bond uh and had it be tied to somebody else Mm -hmm. uh i think you're right um that would have been would have been effect more effective yeah but but you know i think that you know where it's kind of par for the for the course with these care with the with the bond movies that you know every new character is supposed to be the 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 new big bad you know and he was he was the one that was behind you know above specter or you know Mm -hmm. he was warring i mean he killed specter right right so he's so he's sort of like the ultimate bad but unfortunately it's just they just didn't they didn't have enough time to flesh him out Um, yeah on paper he's like he takes out Spectre. He's he's tied to Bond's current love interest pretty intimately. He's pulling all the strings. I I mean there is a lot like and he ended up like sh- can we talk about like how Bond died? Like he got shot up by this character. So he's probably going to die from those bullet wounds one way or another. He got shot a lot, you know? And right. then he got infected with something that made him not able to have sex with his love. Or he, like, or he just he couldn't touch well, it. Yeah, he just couldn't. He just couldn't be near anyone that was tied to Spectre. Well, yeah, but that included his love, Madeline or whatever. Right. So like, so right. he gets shot. He can't um, be a cum elitist with his love, and the agency that he's worked for his entire life is the final nail in the coffin that literally takes him out. Uh, the bombs. Wait, see, right? Wait, wait. I mean, wait, that was basically it, that, that was that was the, the what he worked for. His job right, killed right, him. Right, right, okay, right, 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 right. Every movie he's working for. What is it? Mi whatever. What what right. is that called? God, I'm having a mind blank. What what's his agency called? Mi sixteen. Something like that. So yeah, that's what ended up like actually blowing his body apart. But like the shot the virus and then that like he's gone like did he make it no fucking way am i 16 is that totally wrong is that mission impossible might be i don't know totally wrong i actually didn't even watch no time to die you son of a bitch i'm just kidding but yeah anyway it was a brutal death it was vicious he's gone wiped off the planet uh well that was that was good uh they killed they killed bond they killed lighter in the same movie 
Lighter. I don't think Felix. Felix, Felix Lighter. I love that character. Yeah, he's good. Je- uh, Jeffrey Wright is a good. What if? Jeffrey, what if Wright? Uh, kill him. That was that was a pretty good sequence. The boat. Yeah. It's like, did we live uh, a good life? The best. You know, I would argue. I would argue it wasn't the best life. Uh, well, I, I, I mean, I guess that's the interesting thing about these characters is you don't quite know when they're, you know, if if Jeffrey Wright is is when he's talking about himself, if he's talking about only his interpretation of the character, or if they're talking about every iteration that they've that they've been on screen. Right. I think that's kind of the, the the interesting ambiguity of some of these, some of the the Bond movie stuff, which I think killing him really, really kind of, it's a big thing. It's a big thing for Bond, right? Uh, because it really, there's always been sort of an ambiguity of of like, you know, is it is it a different guy, you know, that's been taking over each time and, and taking over the role of 007. You know, so it's. I think that it's, it was a big thing. It was big, uh, yeah. I mean, definitely uh, newsworthy. Um, I'm surprised that I didn't know that it was going to happen. I, I, I suspected it would happen, but I, I think deep down, I thought they wouldn't do it. So it was a little surprising to me as well. I was like, they're not going to kill Bond, but then they also did at the end when you watch the credits. They say Bond will be back, so it's like right. okay. They're just right. they're just doing a poetic death kind of thing. Um, here's the thing, though, and this is I, I've said this before, you know, about me me as a as an aging person watching movies. Uh, you know, just scenes of people of faceless people just getting shot and just bullets flying everywhere and stuff blowing up. I start to get very bored. Mm-hmm. And it's called desensitized. Desensitization, but it's but it's also it's also just it gets to be a little bit tiresome. Well, there's a and lack think, of choreography in some of these action scenes. It's just like shooting and running and blowing up. And it's just and at a certain point, it's like I don't even know what's going on here. I know that people now, are running. I know haven't watched the John Wick shot. movies. Will this change my, my, my perspective? No, but John, not for that, not for most movies, but John Wick really stands out. Think about how many action movies come out on a like, month-to-month basis. There's billions of action movies coming out. To me, if an action movie truly stands out and like rises, like it's doing something like just phenomenal. And John Wick is that movie. It's, it's got world-building. It's got great characters. It's got interesting, like intriguing things. And it's got some of the most amazing action sequences i've ever seen in any movie so it's just but then when you see something like this it's very grounded and it's very classic like gi joe style bullets flying cars going vroom vroom um bombs going off but there are movies that kind of are lifting up the genre a little bit and i think john wick is one of them and i'm hoping the matrix resurrections is another one because keanu seems to be the action guy still in his 50s yeah, he's kind of be, he's kind of really become the action guy. Yeah, because he's so so good at it and so dedicated to his craft that he's just he's just doing some really great stuff for the action genre. What about Forty Seven Ronin? Well, sometimes you got to get the bad ideas even, out before the good ones come. I didn't even see it to be honest. I saw it, but it was forgettable. I remember very little about that movie. I just I, I remember I I knew about it because the director was was handpicked by Ridley Scott to direct uh, what at that point was Prometheus, hmm. um, and uh, I guess the studio didn't want to do it unless Ridley Scott did it, so he stepped in, and uh, the rest is history. Yeah, too bad the millennials aren't supporting him. You know, I I would I would like to see more. I would like to see him finish that that story for better alien or worse. story the covenant alien covenant prometheus 
Yeah, but you have burnout. People like you destroyed Prometheus to the point where we got a lesser version in Covenant, and now we're just in no man's land. He's like, I did everything. Like, I made what I wanted, you didn't like it, and then I made what you wanted, and then you didn't like it even more. What do you mean, people like me? I, 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 was, I was all for uh, uh, a sequel to Prometheus. I wanted more of it. But it was, it was just the problems. He basically just doubled down on on uh well it's this is this is this is a topic for another podcast but uh you know just two movies with just idiotic scientists uh no that's not a good complaint that's humanity dude no they were just they were beyond stupid though people are beyond stupid you have too much faith in humanity people are that stupid no, but leaving the spacecraft with no helmet, do it twice in two movies in a row. It's, it's wonderful because it's a true reflection oh. on how like oh. space. Oh, we we don't have these perfect people. Like people don't parodic. become perfect. It's parodic. No. no, you're wrong. I disagree. I think people are stupid. You have too much faith in humanity. I think dumb shit like that would happen oh, I, all I, the time. But it's it's just not the reason for the plot to be propelled forward. Fifty percent of the country won't even get a shot to save their lives. People are stupid, Adam. <laughs> These are scientists. These are scientists. But people well, don't even not listen. Second, not in coming. Yeah, no, I don't know. You're right. For another time, we'll continue that in our Prometheus podcast episode. But I couldn't disagree more. I think it was spot on humanity reflection. I even think it made the movie better. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. All right. Well, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get into that. Later. Put that apple in your pipe and smoke it. You mean make make a pipe out of an apple and then smoke that? Make an apple out of a pipe and then eat it. Make it. Make an apple out of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Good fiber. Get one of those corn cob pipes so there's at least some vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) Corn cob pipes. You don't want any of that roughage. Um, Uh, Okay, so I have two other complaints about this movie, but let me let me say this first. I think this is one of the one of my favorite movies of the year so far. I still I still there's not a lot there's not a lot out there but I still I really enjoyed this movie I really liked this movie. But two other things that were kind of nagging is the romantic chemistry I thought was pretty off. It didn't feel Talk about right. Bat- Madeline Swan. Yeah, it doesn't. Never felt right to me. There, they. I don't feel the love, and especially the beginning of this movie revisiting Vesper, because I felt it with Vesper for sure. That to me, that was absolutely the love of his life. He knows it, and they revisit it in this movie. But his second, you know, like this new girl, never felt the chemistry there. Never saw it. I just, they just, plus it's Blofeld's daughter. It's just, it's very strange. Um, and the on-screen chemistry just physically just wasn't there. I didn't feel it. Leah Sedu, is that her yes. name? Yeah. Leah I don't know. Do you not, what do you, do you even think about that kind of stuff? Or is it just whatever? Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I, I it, it kind of just all washed over me uh, in terms of it all just kind of felt like tonally kind of bondy, kind of like not, there wasn't a ton of weight to it. I mean, right. I liked, I liked Eva Green. I thought, she, I thought she was good. She was fantastic. That put her on the map. She, she well, I think other things put her on the map. But she That's, was that she that that gave her some pretty solid footing with like American cinema. Maybe with American cinema. What are you talking uh, about? What what what's before that? That was that big, not just like a reference. Like oh, she was in this movie. Like what what made her household name? Besides, it was totally Casino Royale. Bertolucci's The Dreamers. Bullshit. Nobody says yeah, but that. Nobody's but ever but said that. But that's not that's not American cinema though. So yeah, but it's not like a weekend. <laughs> Wait to see her in Badaluche's junk drawer. Nobody cares. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I mean, it's 
good movie. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I'm just talking about putting it on the map, Hollywood, baby. Um, Next stop, the was, 300 sequel. <laughs> yeah, she was in the 300 sequel. She was in Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. Uh, she was in Miss Peregrine's. And then she became a Tim Burton. The but Golden I guess Compass. that was all. Golden Compass. But I guess it was. What, when Serafina Pecola. When did, when did Casino Royale come out? 2006? I don't know. Something like that. Don't so ask maybe, me these yeah, maybe maybe she maybe she maybe it, it made her you, you might be right. You might Isn't be right. Isn't she with uh what's his name? Tim Burton? Well, I know he's he, she's like you know his his current muse. But they're I a couple. Know. Are they? Really? Yeah, they have been for years. So so uh what's her name is gone? What's her name? Helena Bottom Carter. Oh man, long gone. Long gone. Yeah. Oh boy. You can tell um, by who's starring in his movies. Right, right, right. Helen um, got Dumbo, which nobody watched. While Eva got everything else. Miss Peregrine. Yeah. And wait, who was who was in uh, Dark Shadows? Was it Eva Green? Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise, that's right. Yeah. Dark uh, Shadows. Yeah, that was that was Eva. That was Eva. Right. I never watched. I, I saw the movie, but I never watched the show. Uh, I did not see the movie. Did not see it. I know about familiar. it. Yeah, I know. Story of my life. You were busy um, watching The Wailing. Hey, hey, you know that's my one movie. I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel uh, ashamed. That's true. Um, my other complaint was Q, the character of Q, Ben Winshaw or whatever. Right. Uh, Patty. Fine, fine casting choice. Fine. Patty. Glad to have the character in these movies. They never did him right. He's Paddington. Is he the voice of Paddington? Sure is. Paddington Good. for life. Jeez. <sighs> okay, but anyway, I like the actor, but he just like Q was never Q in these movies. Like they never embraced the weird gadgets and the cool things. It was always just like extra armor or a Gatling gun. It was there weren't that many interesting things. Q did not step it up in this franchise. Okay. Okay. That bothered me because I I love Q in the in the, pretty much all Bond movies. I'm always looking forward to see what Q's got for Bond. And I think it's cool. I don't. You can do it in a non-corny way, but they just they just kind of avoided it. Who was the previous Q? Was it John Cleese? Um. He was in the Brosnan movies once the other guy passed away. Right. He he yeah, stepped. It in. was John. It was John Cleese. What a bad name this day and age for a character. Right. Like right. QAnon? But, uh, so but, is it is but, Ben Whitshaw the the leader of QAnon? Yeah, but it's 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 it it's dug its feet into the into the sand, so to speak. I, I think deep enough that it's that it, it's it's outlived QAnon <laughs> bullshit. I think we have it's, some bad analogies. I I think I haven't had a good one yet. Digging your feet into the sand. Yeah, isn't is it, isn't it supposed to be your head like an ostrich head? No, because that's like that's like, like avoiding reality. So I think digging it's like, your like feet a, in the sand, like like slowing down. No, like establishing your you know you're rooting yourself. You know you're you're yeah you're <laughs> you're digging your feet into the sand. You ain't going. Now how fertile is this sand? It's extremely fertile. Ew. Yeah, fertile sand. Why can't I say it like that? Like a genteel. It's fertile. It's fertile sand. What can I say? I've heard of ceramic tile, but fertile? Ridiculous. Fertile. Mmm, tile. Mmm. <laughs> there you go. You brought it back. You've encouraged me. You've enabled me to bring that joke back. Uh, sorry about that. 
that's as far as my complaints go. The villain sucked, the love chemistry was off, and Q was underutilized. Everything else was great. Um, I don't... Okay, I, I, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. Okay. I, th- I, I, th- I thought... It was entertaining. There was, there was a lot of... There was a lot of scenes with Ray Fiennes and people standing around in moodily lit rooms and sipping a drink and being and talking about I don't even know what duty talking about duty basically and uh, there were, I, I, got, I did get a little bit bored I, I felt like when you were saying that the pacing I felt it got a little bit slow at points um, I don't know I, I was dreading it because the time it was like a two and a half hour movie or more I was like, oh, God, that's too much. Uh, anytime a movie's over two and a half hours, I'm like, no, don't do it. Unless it's like some epic. Um, but I don't know. It, I was pretty captivated the whole time. Um, I, I, don't, I, I, I don't remember exactly when it was, but there were definitely points where I felt uh, needed to pick it up a little bit. Um, so I have to disagree on the pacing thing. I think it was a little slow at points. Okay. Uh, I think. What did you think? What did you think of the the female 007 re- re- replacement? What did you think of her? I mean, she's great. I liked the other girl too, the one that was in Knives Out with Daniel Craig. What's her name? Anna uh, Anna Anna Diarmas. Anna Affleck. Anna um, Affleck. Yeah. She she actually kind of had a very small role but she was kind of badass like she just kind of came in as this like goofy like ditzy person who it was just kind of like like fake because she was like this really collected badass character like she she could deliver when it came time to deliver i thought it was a really interesting to see that agent kind of bumbling around just kicking ass i, I was actually quite impressed with her performance she was i, I see i thought she was going to be like a bond girl proper uh, no, she was just and, like another Bond. And she was in it for two seconds. She was doing better than Bond was doing in that fight. Well, and, was, and that's... And he was like trying I to get think, her to drink, and then he like turned her down. Or like He was trying to hit on her. He's like, I don't think so. You're too old. Right. Well, that was... there. That, that movie is... This movie had a lot of that. It's a very contemporary James Bond. He's yeah. not a womanizer anymore. He's a one-woman man. He's got a kid. Right. You know... That's what I mean. End uh, of an era. Like this is not the bond we've seen for decades. Yeah, I mean they're definitely trying to do a very, a very modern bond. Um, And I think it's it's good. It's good to play with the archetypes. I mean they're doing it in a very, in a very contemporary way. Uh, Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's it's it's. I don't think it's neither it's necessarily bad um but i think it was i yeah i guess my only real complaint was that it was it was sort of slow at points mm-hmm. uh but other than that um i kind of liked the the island like world war Two base at the end i thought that was pretty cool very bond vibey very very bond yeah, like the, the like, villain's island. Yeah, the villain's island with with like poison ponds or or what was it yeah. like a po- it was like a poison like ri- like zen gar- zen garden. Yeah, Is that it that was, was a very classic Bond locale. So it was like funny that that's where Bond's resting place was. Right. Um, You're gonna die on one of those goofy islands. Right, I guess, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I liked it. Um, I'm curious to it. see. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. Um, love I it. Thought... I'll list it. It was interesting that they that they they chose to do a. Uh, what was it on Her Majesty's Secret Service? They kept bringing back that theme song. Mm-hmm. The uh, the uh, we have all the time in the world. Right. 
I don't this know. movie had what a Billie Eilish song in the beginning. The Billie Eilish song, yeah. No time to die. And uh, she old enough it's to inter- be doing a Bond song. I guess so. She might be the youngest, maybe the youngest Bond singer. Could be. You know, I, I watched it with my 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 sister was in the you know it was it was my my dad and my sister, and. Uh, she she re- she was like confused because she remembered when no time to die came out the song as a single mm-hmm. and it was like before the pandemic right and well, the movie's been delayed forever right i know and she, she was like wait that's that goes to this movie and i was <laughs> like yeah i mean yeah because it's it really was delayed that long right it was kind of trippy yeah, they really wanted it to be in theaters. Yeah, man. Um, they didn't do any HBO Max shenanigans like Dune and Matrix. I wonder... Uh, yeah, but I guess it's done pretty well, huh? I think so. All things considered, yeah. I think for, as far as the did, state of the world, did, I think it's doing pretty well. Or has done really, pretty really well. It has pretty well internationally, specifically. And I bought it... I rented it for $20. Yep, yep, so did we. I think you did too. We did too. So they we got 40 too. bucks out of us. Yep, sure so did. So without, without going to the theater. I wanted to see it in theaters, but once that rental option kicked up, you know, I'm totally I'm totally down with this first run at home business. It's actually been quite nice to avoid the crowds and pandemic for one, but also just the ludicrous behavior of people at movie theaters. I, it's kind of nice to not have to like gamble when i go see a movie for the first time like is there going to be some jackhole in the theater like i don't have to worry about that there's always some jackhole yeah there is or a coffer or a, a coffer a sneezer a lat like laugh at a wrong time or a call it out yeller like go get out yeah get that ass you're just like okay thanks for ruining the movie we all paid 20 bucks to be here and are like ruining our diets from eating all this crap and swill right right right. so i don't know it's been kind of therapeutic to not have to deal with movie crowds i agree because i i I see i would i would go to movies like once a week before the pandemic but now i'm just like chilling watching dune at home making my popcorn watching on my big ass tv it's nice yeah i'm i'm i've i've happily converted um, Can I tell you, you one know. thing about my theater experience that happened recently that was like the nail in the coffin for me? Let's hear it. I'll bring it up again if we ever do an episode on Ghostbusters. But I went to go see that in theaters, right? Okay. The trailers slash commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty long, right? You go to a movie late. Like, do you show up a little late because you know there's going to be like X amount of minutes of that? Right. Guess how long it was. For me, before the last movie I saw in theaters. Wait, wait. Guess, wait. Guess how long what was? The trailers and commercials. Between the start Starting from the, the showtime. Like, showtime is 10... It was 10.50 a.m. Was it 40 minutes? Was it 40 minutes? More. Whoa! Uh, was it 50 minutes? More. What? It was an hour of trailers? 54 minutes. That's a... No way. Dude, I left the theater. I thought I went into the wrong screening. I'm like, this ain't right. People were, like, getting really antsy and screaming and, like, what's going on? And finally the movie started. Like, the movie started at 10.50, but by... It was really close to 11.50, and I timed it. The movie started pretty much an exact hour after i was supposed to be sitting down watching it you know what i think it is i think it's i think these theaters are hurting so much that they're taking up more advertising i think they're getting more they're like doubling up their advertisements because they need to make money because there's nobody in these theaters you know what i mean i that's that just seems like i mean more commercials means more money ludicrous it was ludicrous. I was like really pissed off. I, it made me want to like never go to a movie again. I was like, what the fuck? 
So I got to like risk my biscuit being out here because of the pandemic in the first place. And now I got to sit here for an hour. Like I had the very rarely do I have time off. I got a kid. I'm tired. I got a full time job. So when I left the house, I was like, I'll be gone for like two two ish hours because, you know, I live five minute walk from this theater. It took I got home like three and a half hours later. It was ridiculous. Jeez. So, yeah, Sorry, fuck dude. that. Fuck that. If that, I mean, what do I do? Go to a movie an hour late now? Like, how do I know? Like, because that's never happened to me before. Like, 20, 30 minutes, sure. But at 54 minutes, fuck that shit. Yeah, that's definitely, that's definite fuck that shit. Yeah, it was bullshit. I'm just listening to people eat popcorn while watching commercials for an hour. What a waste. Jeez. Jesus. Jesus. Um, Jesus mm, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the appropriate uh good, that was the time to context. Do it. Yeah, that was the that was that was the right context for it. Um I uh I'm trying to think what else I have to say about no time to die. That's it but for I me, man. I don't know that there's anything I mean they Felix Leiter dies. James Bond dies. Um, mm, <laughs> um, I think that's it. I, uh, you got anything? I feel like I talked too much this one. I'm. Drunk, oh yeah. What, what 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 about our um our our fan cast? Oh yeah. Let's 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 stick the landing with our fan casts. Um, yeah. What about the fan cast? So I didn't think about it actually at all. I my mind's always leaning towards Idris Elba. Right. But right. but that seems like the obvious choice. That's what everybody like every headline's like Idris might do it, y'all, and it's just like okay. Like I would be very happy if he did it. But I don't think I don't, it's probably going to be like Tom Holland or some shit. Tom, right. So, I don't um, want everyone to think of me as Spider-Man. I'm going to be I want to be Bond. He's I think he said he wants to be Bond. Fuck that. Tom Holland is not James. You can't play no, Peter Parker and James Peter Bond. Peter Parker and Nathan Drake and James and Bond. Ja- I mean, I would argue you can't be Peter Parker and Nathan Drake. It's close-ish cuz they're kind of dorky, but physique-wise and personality-wise, this doesn't work. You're you're stretching it, buddy. You're a dweeb. You can't be Nathan Drake or Bond. What's going on here? What, what what would you think about uh not that this is my pick but what would you think about um uh Henry Cavill I know has been his name has been rumored, rumored that would be chaos the the woke mob would go after the studios you can't just do another dashing white guy so you think it's time to to put in a person of color I, I think the moment in time we're at and the social pressure is going to it's going to be definitely someone of color which is great that's fine but you know it might be a woman as well that would also you know this movie proved like i mean anything proved it like it totally could happen but who knows yeah i don't know i don't know that they're gonna go with a woman i think i think uh janice bond i think janice well i don't i don't know that they would do that i i think my to answer Oh, he would be great. I love I love him in anything though. McAvoy? Um, no. No, he can't do no, it, no, right? No, no. Fastbender could do it. Fastbender would be He's he could do anything though. I I think. Uh although I don't know if he can play Steve Jobs. I didn't I didn't see that. Didn't look good. What about Did Assassin's Creed? No, I didn't bother with that. Me neither. Um but I, th- I you know I always thought Clive Owen would have been a great James Bond. Missed it though. Yeah, I he missed it. I think it's too late. They're not going to go older because it's a no, franchise. No, no. They're, they're going to want. It's going to be a younger actor. I'm sure of it. That's that's what makes me think it won't be Idris. No, it won't be Idris. It won't be. He's no, I don't old. think Clive. They would ever do Clive Owen. But I'm just saying, if 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 for some reason during that gap between uh, between uh, Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig. He would have done it. Would, he would have been would, a little too close to Bar- Brosnan, I think. Um, he's a little bit yeah, more but haggard, I, though. He's not as dashing. Yeah, Brosnan's but I just think he a handsome I, I, devil. I think, he, I think he would have been a nice dovetail from from uh, from Pierce Brosnan to Daniel Craig. I think he would have been perfect. 
Okay. Yeah, no, I can't argue with that. I could see it happening. Uh, Eric Clive Bana. Nah, he's he's a little... He's, oh. he's Australian. He's Australian, too. Not now, but you know, isn't Henry Cavill? No, I think Henry Cavill's British. British? I don't British. know. I can't tell. They're such good actors, I can't tell. Uh, I, don't, I don't watch interviews. Yeah, I, I think I think Clive Owen is my is my is my pick, is my fan cast pick. All right, mine is Finn Wolfhard. Really? No, it is absolutely that's not. That's, oh, jeez! It's because you just Shal- saw Chalamet. Chalamet. It's going to be some up and comer young actor. I'm sure of it. Yeah, probably. John Boyega. Hmm. Don't think so. No. Don't don't quite think so. CG D youth Will Smith. D aged, sorry, D- not D youth. D D D youth. A really uh, an eighty year old Will Smith of CG. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be you're 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 right. It's gonna be a young a younger person. A whippersnapper. A whippersnapper that's that they're gonna give him a good. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. No. Oh, B. Jordan Have. No. I, I could think... see Michael B. Jordan getting that role. Are you kidding me? No, he's gonna be. They're gonna give him Superman first. Oh, that's true. He's gonna be the Man of Steel. So Cavill takes Bond. B. Jordan takes Superman. I could see. Ca- the... I could see Cavill doing Bond. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't think there would be an uproar if he did it. Bond is, a, I mean, but they're talking about bringing him back. He's already been in Mission Impossible. You can't so. do both franchises. Sure, you can. Yeah, I could see it. Don Cheadle, uh, Anthony Mackie, Sebastian uh, Stan. No. No. no, 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 no. I don't. No. I don't have any good answers. I, if I were to put money on it, I'm gonna go with Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. No, you, no, you wouldn't. I would. I would put money on it. Michael B. Jordan. He's an American guy. Acting, my man. Acting. No, you can't give it. You. That's the one thing Bond has to be. It could be. It, it might be a woman. It might be a person of color. It might be well, an old person. Didn't they say person. that the Man of Steel gonna, had to be an American? Be British. No, Man of Steel. No, but but the, the superheroes have have He's gone and literally and covered in red, white, and blue. Superheroes have destro- have have proven that Batman has been British over and over. Bat last two Batman have been British. Well, not last two, but the last two major Batman are, have been British. I've known Bruce since he was a baby. He's my son. My cocaine. <laughs> my cocaine is in the my other co- room. Can you get co- it for me? My cocaine. My cocaine is in my underwear drawer. You have a little bit of my cocaine on your upper lip. My cocaine. <laughs> my cocaine. Sorry, my my, my um, cocaine. My cocaine. All right, I think we're boring people now. I think this is the slow part of the Bond movie you were talking about. Probably. You're probably right, Jason Fury. All right, Adam Roth, Michael B. Jordan for Bond 2025. No way. No way. Who's your money on? Like you're real, like not who you want, but who I, you think. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't actually have any any person that's acting right now. I don't think I have. I don't think I have any picks based on who's who's in the equation right now in the acting equation. Okay. I think. I think. I think my 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 fan cast was Clive Owen, and he's way way uh way past that that uh i'm that swapping point. out mine with john boyega all right i you know what i could i could uh, i could maybe see it but i 
don't think he's he's not he's not that persona. He doesn't have that that kind of suave thing going on. Acting. I know, but you got you kind of have to have that as part of your as part yeah, of your true. Shit. Like the inborn thing. He's kind of a goof. He's a little bit of a goof. A little bit of goofy. Just a street kid. He's a little bit goof. Just because I watched Attack uh, the Block. Right. Um. All right. Well, we'll see. I time will tell. I have no idea. But you're right. It'll be a British person. It'll be a Brit. No doubt. Um, well, that's about what I have to say about No Time to Die. Same. I'm out of here, Adam Ra. All right. See you later, Jason Fury.